Welcome to Walking Through the Stargate. I'm Brent. And I'm Zach. And I'm David. This is a special episode of Walking Through the Stargate where we're going to be talking to none other than Mr. Master Wonderful Braytac himself, Tony Amendola. Uh, this is fantastic. I am so excited for this. Thank you so much. Um, listener Kevin, can I talk about that? Is it was listener Kevin who was surreptitiously going behind the scenes and trying to make contacts happen and gave us this opportunity yeah. here? He That's set me up with some um, talent reps then messaged me via Discord. This is why you got to have Discord. Saying, <laughs> hey, you interested in talking to, talking to, uh, talking to Tommy Amendola? Because I have his people on the line and they got questions. <laughs> I said, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting in a hotel in Texas with nothing else to do. It's like, sure, I'll talk to some PR reps. And next thing you know, they're talking to, oh, sure, we'd love to do that. Really? <laughs> That's fantastic. Nice. Okay, it's it took like a day or two fantastic. to do that, but it was still one of those cool so yeah. much fun so much fun. well and then when you texted us david and said i think we might have a line on tony amandola i'm just like my my jaw hits the floor and i'm just like ah! yep that sounded like a rooster i know there Me may too. have been a squee in there <laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic um so um, what do you say, gentlemen? Should we give this guy a call? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So, Zach, we have the wonderful opportunity to talk to none other than Tony Amendola, the fantastic persona behind Master Braytac himself. This is a fantastic opportunity. I'm so excited. Tony, thank you so much for taking time to join us on this conversation today. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. So, uh, Mr. Amendola, uh, this is Zach here, by the way. Um, in our show, we like to tell a little bit about the contributors' work history and what they've done in the past and what led them uh, through their process. Uh, tell us a little bit about your start on the stage and how that transition to television and film went. Uh, God, okay. Yeah, I grew up, uh, you know, I grew up in the East and, uh, you know, I went to school in... Uh, in New Haven and in Philadelphia and uh, made my way to New York and uh, like all East Coast actors do. And I was hired out to go to Oregon to a Shakespeare festival, which was a, a marvelous thing because, you know, generally when you train for various programs, you're, uh, you're training as an actor with the classics. And uh, often what will happen is you, <laughs> you sort of work on the classics for three or four years or whatever. And then uh, you, <laughs> You're handed sort of, uh, you know, a sitcom or uh, something that has nothing to do with what you were trained to do. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with sitcoms, mind you, but it's just not. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, so I was lucky to be able to step right into that world, which is called, uh, you know, regional theater or lort uh, mm -hmm. uh, work. Uh, and, uh, you know, I ended up doing that for the next oh, tw at least 12 years. Exclusively, you know, in uh, in Oregon and Seattle, and then uh, primarily, uh, you know, for about ten years in uh, uh, San Francisco, Berkeley, uh, which is, you know, it's a wonderful, yeah, you know, you're doing six plays a year, you're not looking for work. It's uh, it was a company concept, meaning that you know I was employed from September until the end of uh, May, and uh, mm -hmm. you play a variety of roles, some of which you're very right for, and some of which you're not. 
and uh, you know, and then uh, that company concept, which kept me busy for a long time and very, very uh, happy and uh, challenged, uh, began to change. I'd say in the you know late 80s into the 90s into a different uh, that regional theaters were no longer in- interested in that that sort of uh programming you know with a with a resident company so you know that coincided uh and i thought oh well you know i should uh, i should if i ever wanted to go to la this might be a good time to check it out and so mm-hmm. i did you know uh, never having uh Never feeling uh, oh superior to film and television because I am a theater actor. I, 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 <laughs> so you know I was, uh, uh, and that's basically how I ended up in Los Angeles, probably in the early nineties, and uh, uh, and would still go out and do a play. You know, I still do plays whenever I can, but uh, you know it's more diversified, and that's been really helpful. You know, with film, television. Voiceover work, you know, mocap as yeah. well as stage. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so Braytac is one of my favorite characters on the show. I have always just loved uh, the the father figure he plays for Teal and just that relationship and whatnot. Uh, and when you look at the course of even just the seven seasons, so we just uh, finished watching the episode Orpheus, uh, and we'll talk about it in our podcast tomorrow. Uh, this is the one when uh, Braytech, not Braytech, uh, when Teal, well, both of you, uh, are kind of dealing with the ramifications of shifting over to Tritonin. Um, mm. and, and you and Ryak are in that uh, work camp. And right, uh, Teal right, has right, lost yeah. his mojo. So even just in the seven seasons up to that, but certainly all ten seasons, there's been a lot of evolution uh, of the character of Braytech. Uh, uh, were you much of an influence in that? Did you kind of uh, help shape some of that with the writers? Uh, how did that come about for you? Well, you know, it comes about, it's sort of It's sort of hard. I mean, there was never a conversation that was a hard and fast, oh, let's go this way. No, I mean, that, that never happened with, uh, you know, my character. Uh, but what ends up happening is that as you, as the writers get to know you and the producers and, you know, Brad and, and some of the mm-hmm. other guys, uh, um, you know, Coop and, uh, you know, they get to know you, then, you know, ideas spring from that. Uh, and, um, and there was a natural progression from rebel warrior to statesman, if you will. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, he was no longer appeared in, he sporadically appeared in military garb and, uh, for instance, there was a big debate about whether to get rid of the Jaffa cap of when, and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know um, but uh, it was so, it was natural. It was, um, uh, it wasn't that, uh, uh, it just seemed like a natural uh, sort of thing. If you look at so many countries where there has been a rebellion and that, you know, a rebellion leading to justice and, and leading to the problems that occur after that, that the, you know, mm-hmm. the warrior leaders are, are mm-hmm. at least in the first generation, they are the leaders of the country. And it was, it was fun. It was fun, you know, uh, to do that. And, uh, um, you know, I appreciated that out of the certain variety too. I got a couple of questions for you. My name is David. I, uh, work on the podcast, not necessarily all the time. I'm more behind the scenes guy. Um, Zach and I do have a side project we work on related to it, but first off, um, 
living on the West Coast like I do, how are you liking our weather compared to Zach and Brent who are in the frozen Midwest? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, well, listen, yeah. you know, I mean, I grew up in the East. It's not the Midwest, but I grew up. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, I miss snow once a year, and that's about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I can I see snow from my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I told them I'm in uh, shorts and a T-shirt today, and they're shoveling snow. Right. Yeah, well, I and thanks. the uh, and it, it, you know make it even worse for you guys. You know, when I was on the highway today, <laughs> I could see snow on the mountain. Yeah, but it's uh, seventy degrees. <laughs> yeah, snow I is can something look to out visit. my window and see five inches. As I say, you know, for one day, for one day, it would be nice. And uh, yeah. you know, when I see snow, I think of my, I think of myself as a boy. You know, school was out, but. We'd be out shoveling snow. That was a money maker yep. for us. You know? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, yeah. I've almost exclusively lived in Southern California, so it's always been something to go visit for me. Yeah, and yeah. not there. Anyway, um, one of our listeners, Kevin, who actually helped me arrange this conversation with you, he had a question for you, and it was: When you were offered the role, did you have? Any idea what you were getting into that you'd be around for 10 seasons? Or was this a, uh, a one-and-done or a two-episode gig for you? You, you know, I, you, never, you never know. I, I have been, no one, uh, no, no one told me that this was even a recurring role when I, uh, that I can recall when mm. I got it. Uh, I got the role, uh, it was the first, first audition I did after finishing Zorro. I had just gotten back from Mexico and it was in uh, June and then I got the script maybe a couple of weeks later and I remember specifically because it was over the 4th of July weekend is when I prepared to go in you know on that Monday or Tuesday right after that to do the audition uh, and no no so I had no idea I, I did know uh, when I I did the first episode I felt it went really well and you know we had a good time and it was nice chemistry, primarily between Chris and myself, and and wonderfully uh, between uh, Richard and myself. You know, mm -hmm. uh, which was you know at first very adversarial, and, but funny adversarial. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. And right. Uh, yeah, and it was only uh, it was only I realized how clever they were and how uh, you know the writers, etc. Which was in the second episode when they brought me back and, and they sort of picked up the same uh, sort of grumpy. Uh, don't get my <laughs> don't get my son my favorite you know son in trouble <laughs> you know and there's that great moment which fans really like where i come in in a uh, serpent helmet and the first thing i do is sort of you know give richard a, a forearm to the face <laughs> you know, um, you know, that's, uh, and then i thought oh oh you know and then you realize oh no no they can uh, really ride this out but it was never it just, it truly happened organically. And I, I can't tell you, you know, there are a lot of actors who have been around, you know, uh, the amount of time that I have that will tell you, people will often tell you, oh, this is going to be recurring. This is going to be recurring. Oh, you know, and it, <laughs> you know, it never, and it, sometimes it is, but as often as not, it isn't. And, sure. uh, you know, I, I always appreciated that, um, that uh, we knew what we had. All of a sudden it was working and, more importantly, you know, I, in the first season, I did one episode, the second season, one episode. I forget, but it, eventually it started growing. So, you know, the further along the series got, all of a sudden I was doing three and four and, and uh, you know, two-parters. And it was, uh, and, and, you know, a lot of that I owe to Chris as well as Brad and, 
mm-hmm. because, uh, uh, you know, Chris, uh, he wrote a bunch of things for, our, mm-hmm. you know, for our, uh, our group, for our storyline, you know, because Chris is a bundle of ideas, you know, so, and, um, so, uh, it just flowed naturally and it, it just always felt right. And I was, uh, always glad that, um, the timing worked out. Only one time I was doing a production of, uh, of Cyrano that they, uh, they called and, uh, uh, dates had changed and, and they were so kind that, you know, I was able to arrange my schedule and they could arrange a schedule that, you know, we, it made it happen. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Uh, so, um, Anyway, so I, I feel very fortunate to have worked with those guys. Now, I was reading, because, you know, I'm going to study up, that your favorite episode was Threshold. What was it about that episode you liked? <laughs> well, it's very, uh, very selfish. It was our storyline. It was our backstory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, it really, you, you know, you create a backstory yourself of course as an actor you know when you go in but to have it then realized on stage and say oh okay you know this is how uh, we meet and this was the you know and to you know the scenes in the snow this is when it finally came to a head where we you know mm-hmm. uh, I put my cards on the table with Chris and uh, um, you know and there's that wonderful uh, fight in Threshold which I love to this day you know the fight in the snow and uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, you, yeah, so, you know, that was um, really, really important. And it was the first time I looked, uh, you know, I got a chance to see um, who who he was and who he could be, you know, realized in terms of, uh, you know, all these, all these young warriors that I'm uh, training. And, you know, who is going to be the one? Who is going to be the one I'm going to trust? Who is going to be the one that could lead us? And to see it, you know, and then that, you know, that was easy. Had Chris, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Easy I remember decision. Zach and Brett when they were reviewing it. That was one of their top episodes of the season as well. Yes. Oh, good. Uh, although there's a lot of lot of good in season five too. A lot, yeah. There's a lot of good uh, good episodes. Brent, I'm going to pass the torch on to you for now. Okay. Um, so I've got uh, I've got a long shot question here, Tony. Um, oh, I suspect i i just i just feel that there might be a connection here just because uh uh braytech has such a presence on screen and it made me think i bet that there is some character a shakespearean character that tony amandola has played that in his mind in tony's mind there's an analog this character is like braytech and so the question is of the characters you've played can you think of one where you're like, oh, yeah, the attitude for this character that I played, the Shakespearean character, is absolutely Master Braytac? Is there is there one in that backlog there? Uh, you know, it, 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 there are, but it's it's more of a hybrid. Mm. Instance, you know, the warrior the warrior mentality is, uh, you know, very much in with uh, you know uh, Coriolanus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something about that warrior mentality, and uh, but Braytac's goofiness. If you will, and occasionally he gets goofy. You know his, uh, you know his Hammond of Texas, his uh, yeah, his you yes. know we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, or you know now that <laughs> you know that I think yeah. now that's an explosive. You know is uh, this yes. character in Henry V called Flewellen, who's a Welsh officer, uh-huh. and he, he's got I don't know why I've always uh, there's something Flewellen like about him because he's he's fierce. 
but he's also got, he's got something. He's occasionally <laughs> it's just a little bit off, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so there's some of there's some of that. But, so it's, it's there is no there is no one one person, but there there are sure. attributes of different uh, different characters. Lovely. You yeah. definitely I, do play Braytac with a mischievous grin sometimes. Oh, sometimes, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so shifting gears to the present, um, are there any projects that you're working on right now that you'd uh, like to talk about or anything that's going on that you want to cast our attention toward? Well, you know, uh, you know, we've been living through a pandemic for two years, but, but, uh, but I, you know, I've actually been, uh, uh, pretty, pretty fortunate. Um, yeah. I did, um, a, uh, a Christmas movie called uh, Christmas Again, which just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, aired on Disney, and I imagine it'll be coming back every Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else I did. Um, there's something coming out in the fall, a very, a very dark piece based on a true story called In With the Devil, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a, a Dennis, Dennis Lehane project, who I don't know if mm-hmm. you, you know, Myst, Mystic River, go, you know. And we filmed yeah. that in New Orleans. Yeah, uh, and that... Uh, is that I'm trying to think. I, I actually uh, I filmed a um, a one person Shakespeare piece, uh, a short film about oh. 40 minutes about Shakespeare late in his life, dealing with um, uh, dealing with the, you know can you go back home you know mm-hmm. uh, I don't know you know and uh, being away from his family and blah 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 and uh, struggling with with writing and then sort of resolving that. Uh, and uh, that's being edited right now, but hopefully that should be, you know, doing, doing the festival circuits probably. I hope very good or at the latest yeah. fall. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 So it's, um, and, uh, a very odd, uh, uh a, a series of poems that was, um, a, a friend of mine who, who lost her husband is a wonderful writer and, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about their their marriage, and she was able to distill it into a series of poems, and it's going to be on Audible starting February uh, Valentine's Day, and it's with mm-hmm. uh, Anna Gunn is in it as well. I don't know if you follow uh, Breaking Bad, um, mm-hmm. so uh, right. yeah, yeah, you know, actors we always feel like we're not busy, and then you think, oh, wait a minute, it wasn't that bad. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was this and that. <laughs> Check out your own IMDb page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even little things. I did an episode of iCarly. I don't know if you guys know iCarly. They rebooted it. Now they're adults. Uh-huh. Asking, you know, uh, and it was, yeah, I don't get a chance to do many sitcoms. So I actually, um, I, uh, I enjoy doing them because they're more like theater. You know what I mean? They're, uh-huh. uh, the schedule is such. You're doing it in front of, it used to be you were doing it in front of a live audience. Sure, the ones I've right. done have been great. You know, Seinfeld and some of the other ones have been. Uh, um, yeah, Will and Grace. So uh, they're always fun. They're a treat, and it's just not mm-hmm. what I. Uh, you know, people don't think of sitcoms when they see me, but occasionally. Well, I mean, right? You like <laughs> you have an air and a persona, like you know, and there's yeah, a lot of yeah, power yeah. there. But I completely understand how sometimes it's fun to just have some fun. Yeah, but you also have that joyous quality to yourself and i i just love that playfulness of braytech i'm surprised people haven't used that more in in sitcoms and such yeah well who knows yeah yeah there's still time (laughs) yeah there's still time for me you are one of those actors when i see you on the screen i go hey look I just recognize you because yeah. yep, you're a recognizable face from a show I really like. And it's, I always like seeing 
actors in other roles and where I can yes. recognize them. I don't recognize every actor, but you know, you go, oh, look, it's Master Bray. I can't call him Master Braytac on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife do the doesn't same know thing, Tony Damn it. I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get that from my dad, who was a big movie buff, and he would always point out various actors. Oh, yeah. So before we let you go, Tony, A, thank you very much for uh, talking with us today. I have one last question. If Brad Wright were to call you tomorrow and said the new Stargate show is a go and they wanted Braytac back for a few episodes, would you accept and has he already done that? Oh, well, I can't answer the second part of that question. <laughs> but, so uh, he has. but, yeah, I mean, the, the answer to the first part of the question is, you know, is a definite yes. I, you know, I miss all my friends in Canada and I miss uh, uh, all the people. And I love the show. It was, uh, it was truly a, uh, one of the highlights uh, for me. Be- and not only because it's a good show, it, it's just because of, um, you know, of, of something that occurs over a long period of time. So you know who people are, you know the quirks, you know the form. And it's, it's, it's like regathering. And uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, so I'm, I'm hoping, uh, I, I, I hope what you're, what you're suggesting actually happens <laughs> <laughs> we do well, too. so do we so do we yeah thank you indeed uh you got it so you got it thank you so much tony we really appreciate your time um and uh yeah thanks for letting us know what you've been up to recently we'll go oh, check yes. out those other projects as well that's a lot of fun you got it be well guys and thank you wow wow <laughs> no idea what to say but wow <laughs> <laughs> that was fun um I I am just getting the biggest hoot out of talking, <laughs> talking with people on the show. This is so yes. much fun. Um, and it was really really interesting to um to to talk a little bit about how like I, he kept kind of bringing up his stage uh, work from the past, you know, in the different answers, and it's just wonderful to understand that that presence that he was putting on screen i mean it's 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 deep it's it's a thing that he has honed over time and you can tell oh, you yeah. can see yeah. yeah it's just so good so good you could tell there's there is a little bit of tony in braytac but then mm-hmm. he is also the the actor the consummate actor that he is that it's just it's more than that uh and mm-hmm. that's just really exciting to see as well i think there's a little braytac and tony too yep there's, probably yep, so yep <laughs> Yeah. Well, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, thanks again, listener Kevin. Um, it's been, this was a really good conversation, and it wouldn't have happened if ha- if you hadn't uh, uh, threw a few emails into the world. Uh, thank you so much for that, and yeah. thanks everybody for uh, hanging out with us on this little uh, interview. Oh, and sure. uh, I hope that you uh, that you continue to I, I don't know where I'm going. I hope you continue to <laughs> like the stuff that we make. Woo! Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's all like good. us on Facebook yeah. and on Twitter yeah. and, and Discord and all of those things. And if you really are concerned about us and how we're doing in our weather, because it's snowy here in the Midwest, you can email <laughs> us at walking through the stargate at gmail.com. Oh, uh, David, do you have anything uh, that you want to wrap up with? I got nothing. I'm just so <laughs> sure. you high. I'm, I'm, you were so quick to let us know your weather earlier, but uh, you know, mum's the word now, eh? <laughs> yeah, right. It's not nice and warm here. <laughs> oh. Warm for January. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks again, friends. And um, yeah, th- uh, we'll see you. No, we're not going to see you. See you well, next I, time. I, I guess. That's what I, I say. Know. 
You know, I know. And until <laughs> next time, this has been Walking Through the Stargate. I'm Zach. I'm David. And I'm Brent. See you next time. I don't know. I can't do this. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Carter, dial it up. Get these people home.